20 minutes a day in the Word, and you'll have read or listened to the entire Bible in a year. Take a piece of that 20 minutes and let God settle it into the middle of your heart and at the front of your mind to meditate on throughout the day and into the night. Well, you might find that you become like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf shall not wither and whatever he does shall prosper. Will you sojourn with me? Let's get started. Psalm 68, let God arise, let his enemies be scattered, let those also who hate him flee before him. As smoke is driven away, so drive them away. As wax melts before the fire, so let the wicked perish at the presence of God. But let the righteous be glad, let them rejoice before God. Yes, let them rejoice exceedingly. Sing to God, sing praises to his name. Extol him who rides on the clouds by his name, Yah, and rejoice before him. A father of the fatherless, a defender of widows, is God in his holy habitation. God sends the solitary in families. He brings out those who are bound into prosperity, but the rebellious dwell in a dry land. O God, when you went out before your people, when you marched through the wilderness, the earth shook. The heavens also dropped rain at the presence of God. Sinai itself was moved at the presence of God, the God of Israel. You, O God, sent a plentiful rain whereby you confirmed your inheritance when it was weary. Your congregation dwelt in it. You, O God, provided from your goodness for the poor. The Lord gave the word. Great was the company of those who proclaimed it. Kings of armies flee. They flee. And she who remains at home divides the spoil. Though you lie down among the sheepfolds, you will be like the wings of a dove covered with silver, and her fathers will yellow gold. When the Almighty scattered kings in it, it was white as snow in Zalman. A mountain of God is the mountain of Bashan. A mountain of many peaks is the mountain of Bashan. Why do you fume with envy, you mountains of many peaks? This is the mountain which God desires to dwell in. Yes, the Lord will dwell in it forever. The chariots of God are 20,000, even thousands of thousands. The Lord is among them, as in Sinai, in the holy place. You have ascended on high. You have led captivity captive. You have received gifts among men, even from the rebellious, that the Lord God might dwell there. Blessed be the Lord, who daily loads us with benefits, the God of our salvation, Selah. Our God is the God of salvation, and to God the Lord belongs escapes from death. But God will wound the head of his enemies, the hairy scalp of the one who still goes on in his trespasses. The Lord said, I will bring back from Bashan. I will bring them back from the depths of the sea, that your foot may crush them in blood, 
and the tongues of your dogs may have their portion from your enemies. They have seen your procession, O God, the procession of my God, my King, into the sanctuary. The singers went before, the players on instruments followed after, among them were the maidens playing timbrels. Bless God in the congregations, the Lord from the fountain of Israel. There is little Benjamin, their leader, the princes of Judah and their company, the princes of Zebulun and the princes of Naphtali. Your God has commanded your strength. Strengthen, O God, what you have done for us because of your temple at Jerusalem. Kings will bring presents to you. Rebuke the beasts of the reeds the herd of bulls with the calves of the people, till everyone submits himself with pieces of silver, scatter the peoples who delight in war. Envoys will come out of Egypt. Ethiopia will quickly stretch out her hands to God. Sing to God, you kingdoms of the earth. O oh, sing praises to the Lord, Selah. To him who rides on the heaven of heavens, which were of old, indeed, he sends out his voice, a mighty voice. Ascribe strength to God. His excellence is over Israel, and his strength is in the clouds. O oh God, you are more awesome than your holy places. The God of Israel is he who gives strength and power to his people. Blessed be God. First Chronicles chapters 18 through 21. After this, it came to pass that David attacked the Philistines, subdued them, and took Gath and its towns from the hand of the Philistines. Then he defeated Moab, and the Moabites became David's servants and brought tribute. And David defeated Hadadezer, king of Zobah, as far as Hamath, as he went to establish his power by the river Euphrates. David took from him 1,000 chariots, 7,000 horsemen, and 20,000 foot soldiers. Also, David hamstrung all the chariot horses, except that he spared enough of them for 100 chariots. When the Syrians of Damascus came to help Hadadezer, king of Zobah, David killed 22,000 of the Syrians. Then David put garrisons in Syria of Damascus, and the Syrians became David's servants and brought tribute. So the Lord preserved David wherever he went. And David took the shields of gold that were on the servants of Hadadezer and brought them to Jerusalem. Also from Tibhath from the, and from Chun, cities of Hadadezer, David brought a large amount of bronze with which Solomon made the bronze sea, the pillars and the articles of bronze. Now when Tou, king of Hamath, heard that David had defeated all the army of Hedadezer, king of Zobah, he sent Hadoram, his son, to King David, to greet him and bless him, because he had fought against Hadadezer and defeated him. For Hadadezer had been at war with Tou, and Hadoram brought with him all kinds of articles of gold, silver, and bronze. King David also dedicated these to the Lord, along with the silver and gold that he had brought from all of these nations from Edom, from Moab, from the people of Ammon, from the Philistines, and from Amalek. Moreover, Abishai, the son of Zeruai, 
killed 18,000 Edomites in the Valley of Salt. He also put garrisons in Edom, and all the Edomites became David's servants, and the Lord preserved David wherever he went. David reigned over all of Israel and administered judgment and justice to all of his people. Joab, the son of Zuriah, was over the army. Jehoshaphat, the son of Ahulid, was recorder. Zadok, the son of Ahatub, and Abimelech, the son, the son of Abiathar, were the priests. Shavsha was the scribe. Benaiah, the son of Jehoiada, was over the Cherethites and the Pelethites, and David's sons were chief ministers at the king's side. It happened after this that Nahash, the king of the people of Ammon, died, and his son reigned in his place. Then David said, I will show kindness to Hanan, the son of Nahash, because his father showed kindness to me. So David sent messengers to comfort him concerning his father, and David's servants came to Hanan in the name in the land of the people of Ammon to comfort him. And the princes of the people of Ammon said to Hanan, Do you think that David really honors your father because he has sent comforters to you? Did his servants not come to you to search and to overthrow and to spy out the land? Therefore Hanan took David's servants, shaved them, and cut off their garments in the middle at their buttocks and sent them away. Then some went and told David about the men, and he sent to meet them because the men were greatly ashamed. And the king said, Wait at Jericho until your beards have grown, and then return. When the people of Ammon saw that they had made themselves repulsive to David, Hanan and the people of Ammon sent a thousand talents of silver to hire for themselves chariots and horsemen from Mesopotamia, from Syrian, Maacah, and from Zobah. So they hired for themselves 32,000 chariots with the king of Maacah and his people who came and encamped before Medeba. Also the people of Ammon gathered together from their cities and came to battle. Now when David heard of it, he sent Joab and all the army of mighty men. Then the people of Ammon came out and put themselves in battle array before the gate of the city, and the kings who had come were by themselves in the field. When Joab saw that the battle line was against him before and behind, he chose some of Israel's best and put them in battle array against the Syrians. And the rest of the people he put under the command of Abishai, his brother. And they sent themselves, they set themselves in battle array against the people of Ammon. Then he said, if the Syrians are too strong for me, then you shall help me. But if the people of Ammon are too strong for you, then I will help you. Be of good courage, and let us be strong for our people and for the cities of our God. And may the Lord do what is good in his sight. So Joab and the people who were with him drew near for the battle against the Syrians, and they fled before him. When the people of Ammon saw that the Syrians were fleeing, they also fled before Abishai his brother, and entered the city. So Joab went to Jerusalem. Now when the Syrians saw that they had been defeated by Israel, they sent messengers and brought the Syrians who were beyond the river. And Shaphak, the commander of Hadadezar's army, went before them. When it was told David, he gathered all Israel, crossed over the Jordan and came upon them, and set up in battle array against them. 
So when David had set up in battle array against the Syrians, they found they fought with him. Then the Syrians fled before Israel, and David killed 7,000 charioteers and 40,000 foot soldiers of the Syrians, and killed Shophak, the commander of the army. And when the servants of Hadadezer saw that they were defeated by Israel, they made peace with David and became his servants. So the Syrians were not willing to help the people of Ammon anymore. It happened in the spring of the year, at the time kings go out to battle, that Joab led out the armed forces and ravaged the country of the people of Ammon, and came and besieged Rabbath. But David stayed at Jerusalem. And Joab defeated Rabbah and overthrew it. Then David took their king's crown from his head and found it to weigh a talent of gold, and there were precious stones in it, and it was set on David's head. Also he brought out the spoil of the city in great abundance. And he brought out the people who were in it, and put them to work with saws, with iron picks, and with axes. So David did to all the cities of the people of Ammon. Then David and all the people returned to Jerusalem. Now it happened afterward that war broke out in Gezer with the Philistines, at which, at which time Sibachai, the Hushathite, killed Sipei, who was one of the sons of the giant, and they were subdued. Again there was war with the Philistines, and Elhanah the son of Jair killed Lahmi, the brother of Goliath, the Gittite, the shaft of whose spear was like a weaver's beam. Yet again there was war at Gath, where there was a man of great stature, with twenty-four fingers and toes, six on each hand and six on each foot, and he also was born to the giant. So when he defied Israel, Jonathan, the son of Shimea, David's brother, killed him. These were born to the giant in Gath, and they fell by the hand of David and by the hand of his servants. Now Satan stood up against Israel and moved David to number Israel. So David said to Joab and to the leaders of the people, Go, Number Israel from Beersheba to Dan, and bring the number of them to me that I may know it. And Joab answered, May the Lord make his people a hundred times more than they are. But, my lord the king, are they not all my lord's servants? Why then does my lord require this thing? Why should he be a cause of guilt in Israel? Nevertheless, the king's word prevailed against Joab. Therefore Joab departed and went throughout all of Israel and came to Jerusalem. Then Joab gave the sum of the number of the people of David. All Israel had one million, one hundred thousand men who drew the sword. And Judah had four hundred and seventy thousand men who drew the sword. But he did not count Levi and Benjamin among them, for the king's word was abominable to Joab. And God was displeased with this thing. Therefore he struck Israel. So David said to God, I have sinned greatly, because I have done this thing. But now I pray, take away the iniquity of your servant, for I have done very foolishly. Then the Lord spoke to Gad, David's seer, saying, Go and tell David, saying, Thus says the Lord, I offer you three things. Choose one of them for yourself, that I may do it to you. So Gad came to David and said to him, Thus says the Lord, Choose for yourself 
either three years of famine or three months to be defeated by your foes with the sword of your enemies overtaking you, or else for three days the sword of the Lord, the plague in the land, with the angel of the Lord destroying throughout all the territory of Israel. Now consider what answer I should take back him who sent me. And David said to Gad, I am in great distress. Please let me fall into the hand of the Lord, for his mercies are very great, but do not let me fall into the hand of man. So the Lord sent a plague upon Israel, and 70,000 men of Israel fell, and God sent an angel to Jerusalem to destroy it. As he was destroying, the Lord looked and relented of the disaster, and said to the angel who was destroying, It is enough. Now restrain your hand. And the angel of the Lord stood by the threshing floor of Ornan, the Jebusite. Then David listed his eyes and saw the angel of the Lord standing between earth and heaven, having his hand a drawn sword stretched out over Jerusalem. So David and the elders, clothed in sackcloth, fell on their faces. And David said to God, Was it not I who commanded the people to be numbered? I am the one who has sinned and done evil indeed, but these sheep, what have they done? Let your hand, I pray, O Lord my God, be against me and my father's house, but not against your people, that they should be plagued. Therefore the angel of the Lord commanded Gad to say to David that David should go and erect an altar to the Lord on the threshing floor of Ornan, the Jebusite. So David went up at the word of Gad, which he had spoken in the name of the Lord. Now Ornan turned and saw the angel. And his four sons who were with him hid themselves, but Ornan continued threshing wheat. So David came to Ornan, and Ornan looked and saw David, and he went out from the threshing floor and bowed before David with his face to the ground. Then David said to Ornan, Grant me the place of this threshing floor, that I may build an altar on it to the Lord. You shall grant it to me at the full price, that the plague may be withdrawn from the people. But Ornan said to David, Take it to yourself, and let my lord the king do what is good in his eyes. Look, I also give you the oxen for burnt offerings, the threshing implements for wood, and the wheat for the grain offering. I give it all. Then King David said to Ornan, No, but I will surely buy it for the full price, for I will not take what is yours for the lord, nor offer burnt offerings with that which costs me nothing." So David gave Ornan six hundred shekels of gold by weight for the place. And David built there an altar to the Lord and offered burnt offerings and peace offerings and called on the Lord and he answered him from heaven by fire on the altar of burnt offering. So the Lord commanded the angel and he returned his sword to its sheath. At that time, when David saw that the Lord had answered him on the threshing floor of Ornan, the Jebusite, he sacrificed there. For the tabernacle of the Lord and the altar of the burnt offering, which Moses had made in the wilderness, were at that time at the high place of Gibeon. But David could not go before it to inquire of God, for he was afraid of the sword of the angel of the Lord. Thanks for joining me again today. Don't forget there's often a second part to this podcast and you can easily submit your questions and comments by going to allenwood.church 
clicking on the podcast tab and using the form on that page, the very first link in our show notes will take you directly there as well. Be blessed today.